Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, howdy there, Internet people. Let's bubble again. So today, I did a live stream. And I normally ask for questions on Twitter. If I don't get to them, I do a video like this. Didn't get to them. So I haven't read these questions, so you're still getting an off-the-cuff answer. Um, but this this looks like it's going to become part of the routine when I do live streams. So, okay. So, if you had to live in another country, which would you choose and why? Ireland or Nicaragua? <laughs> I know those don't seem similar, but I, I would want to live somewhere where I could be left alone. What are the real options for the conservatives who want to salvage the GOP from a cult of personality? I'm more curious and amused than invested in the answer. Um, they're going to have to become an ideological organization again, which means they're going to have to move towards, you know, maybe move back to talking about small government and let principles guide them rather than people. Otherwise, they will continually just be the party of whoever's in charge, and they won't wield any real long-term benefit to anybody except for themselves. It'll be about power for power's sake. 45 seems to be flying by the seat of his pants. What is his end game? I don't know that he has one. Personal enrichment? I think that's really it's really that simple. Thanks, Bo. You're a gem. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Valsh, in one of his latest videos, brought up some really great points about modern feminism, about what modern feminism has for men, and how it's totally okay to be strong and masculine and not a bad person. And that you don't have to be a latte drinking to be a feminist. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of videos on this topic. Um, Masculinity in the United States has become hypermasculine, and that's not good. That's the source of a lot of problems in the U.S. There is that idea that if you want to be a man who supports feminism, that you're going to be weak. I would point out that a lot of feminists who who were men were like Medal of Honor winners. It, it, that's made up. That's made up by insecure little boys. It, the the ultimate irony being that it is those who cast those who want equality as weak who are the ones that have the insecurity issues, who are the ones who act like little boys. Masculine men are not afraid of competition. They don't they don't they don't mind equality with other people because competition is good. If they're better, then you have to get better. And that's that's part of the masculine stereotype, is that constant drive to improve yourself in that way. That's not to say that femininity doesn't have the same thing. It's just accomplished in a different manner. Um, so yeah, I have, I, I do, I have 
probably a dozen videos on this topic. Um, what size pitchforks do we need and where can we purchase them? Uh, buy, buy locally and think globally. <laughs> um, do you agree that Trump administration had to covertly sign off on this? I'm going to guess that's in reference what just happened. Um, I don't think they had to. They, they likely gave a nod. But there, there is this image that anything in the Middle East has to be approved by you know, the U.S. or Russia. That's not true. Um, there are three very powerful countries there, you know, Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Israel. Any of them can act unilaterally. Um, they don't necessarily need a nod from one of the major powers because they're, they're regional superpowers. And yes, there's a follow-up statement to that, and that is what that was about. Um, that, I have a video coming out on, so i got to skip that one. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole bunch about what just happened over there. A whole bunch of questions about that. And we'll probably end up doing a whole video as more information becomes available. The real question that seems to be getting asked um, in general with this is, is this going to precipitate something before Biden takes office? And I hope not. I hope not. I would like to believe that, that Iran will be the adult in the room and understand that things are going to change drastically in a couple of months and and show some restraint between now and then um, because there's to escalate it and, and cause a bunch of chaos just to have it de-escalate in a couple of months it, it seems unnecessary um, but I, I don't I don't know how that's going to play out there's Yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out. Let's see. You're much older than I am. <laughs> Thanks. Have, have things always been this bad? Uh, have always have things always been this messed up and weird? Uh, yeah. I mean, when you hear stories about before you were born or before you started really paying attention to things, you you get a sanitized version of it. Yeah, it's, it's always been messed up. Trump is unprecedented in a lot of ways um, in the U.S., but it, it's not anything new globally. Um, I, 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 2020 has been a year, I'll give you that, <laughs> but it, it's, always been, it, it, it's always been a rapid developing situation, rapidly developing situation that seems out of control, because it is. Um, still waiting to hear what oil and filter... Uh, Mobile One is what I normally use. Oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm... All right. Uh, let's see, outside of financial donations, how can a Pennsylvanian best support our desired outcome in the Georgia runoffs. You can probably phone bank. Um, that might be helpful. What can we do to prevent the leasing of public lands in the Alaskan Wildlife Refuge 
that Trump seems bent on delivering to the highest bidder. I don't know that it can be completely prevented at this point. If, if he pushes it through, he pushes it through. But there will be the ability to regulate it. <laughs> um, and sometimes regulation can make things to where they're not cost-effective. That would probably be the strategy I would employ if I was in Biden's shoes. I don't know that he's going to do that, though. Remember that Biden isn't as progressive as many of the people who watch this channel. He doesn't have the same views. So I don't know that he's actually going to act on that. Uh, which civilians do you like for a sec def? Um, you know, it w I would like to see somebody from the special operations community as Secretary of Defense. That's what I would like to see. Um, the main reason being our special operations forces are incredibly misunderstood and underutilized. There are a lot of times where we are deploying divisions of men and women when we don't need to. <laughs> um, our special operations forces, the, the, the special operations community can take decisive action when it's needed and not impact a whole bunch of civilians, which is always the desired thing, or should be. Um, I would like to see somebody high up that actually understands how they can be used um, to, to the greatest effect. It would be great to say that you know we're not going to have any military operations, but realistically, that's not we're not there yet. That should be the goal. That's where we're trying to get to. And using special operations in that capacity would be a step in that direction. I know it, that may seem weird from the outside looking in, but even though they're the most elite forces and, and all of that and all of the imagery that goes with it, they're also the most surgical. They're the most effective without destroying the countryside, which should be the goal. Um, and I don't know... I mean, conventional, conventional generals, con people that are in the military, don't necessarily understand the capabilities of the special operations community. I don't know that any civilian would. So I, I think that's the next step to getting, to getting to the point where we are not constantly deploying tens of thousands of people all the time. Who's winning Skater of the Year? I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> your thoughts on the census. Um, yeah, I get it. It's, it's important. I'll be honest. It, it hasn't really been on my radar. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to... It determines a lot as in, in theory about how money gets spent and stuff like that, but it doesn't really in practice. Corruption determines that in practice. <laughs> the little deals made behind the scene determines that more than the actual census count. Um, there, there are some things that it, it comes into play for, but I don't know that it's as important as everybody's making it out to be. Uh, See about Somalia. My understanding is that that was a uh, that that person was trying to lock down assets because we're preparing to withdraw. 
there's still a whole lot of information that still has to come out about that. We don't know exactly what went down there yet. Do you think the U.S. can rebuild its relationship with the Kurds with the new State Department? I think they'll try. I don't know that, that they're going to be able to. That's a huge task. We, we really let them down. I don't know that that's going to be rebuilt. Um, it's probably an objective. It's probably something they're going to strive for, but I don't know that they're going to be successful at it. You like learning from events, so now the end of the Trump is in sight. What lessons must the USA learn and what changes need to come? We're going to do a whole video about this. We're going to hot wash the entire Trump administration and some of the institutions and organizations. Um, we're going to determine which ones are resilient and which ones aren't, which institutions let us down. What should our response as a species be if the capital class refuses to do enough to arrest climate collapse? Wow. Um, I think that working class people need to start paying attention to it a lot more than they are. Um, as far as what we should end up doing, I don't know. A lot of time is going to pass between now and when people become motivated to act. So we, we don't know how it's going to play out. There's too many variables to really come up with anything. See, prosecute or let bygones be bygones. Can we crack the misinformation machine without holding DT and company accountable? Um, I definitely think we need to get a baseline of facts. So I think that we need there needs to be an investigation into a lot of things. I don't want to say now, oh, these people need to be prosecuted. I think it's a bad idea to find the person and then find the crime. Don't determine who you want to prosecute before you have the information. Um, now, if during the investigation criminal activity show, shows up, then then yeah, I mean that's that's part of it. But I, I I would be very leery about about setting the precedent of using the Justice Department to go after predecessors do the investigation and see where it goes from there. Um, until then, I wouldn't talk about charges. Let's see. Would you talk about ranked choice voting? Yeah, I've talked about it here and there every once in a while. I would suggest it's, it's a good move. That's where we need to head towards because then we can break up the, the two-party system, which tends to pit people against each other more and make things about culture rather than policy. So that's, I think that's a good move, and that, that's probably somewhere where we need to head. Can you talk about separation of church and state, evangelical megachurches, and the IRS? I'm going to assume this is about removing tax-exempt status and all that stuff. It sounds good, in theory. You know, you have a bigoted church doing something, and you yank their tax-exempt status because they're bigoted. It sounds good, but... Constitutionally, the government cannot impose a purity test on, on a religious organization. It, it won't make it. Um, I don't know that that's somewhere I would waste political capital right now. Uh, now, the alternative to that would be to yank tax-exempt status for all churches. Um, as a non-U.S. British person, what rights, responsibilities do I have when I engage with U.S. politics. Uh, if you're talking about debate online, voice your opinion. Um, 
You know, there is that, that common thing. Well, you're not an American. You don't know. Right. But they're from the outside. Maybe they have a better view of things. Um, I, I don't believe that you're a citizen of the world. Our, our decisions, what happens here, impacts people in other places. And I don't think that you would ever hear an American say, oh, we shouldn't voice our opinion about what happens in these countries over here. Um, so... Do you think Trump will try something in the next week since he was voted out? Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, he's going to try stuff. I don't know that he's going to be successful, and I don't know that Melania has anything to do with it. Um, let's see. Right-wing militias are getting ready. How successful can they be against the A-10? <laughs> um... The most most of the right wing groups are very conventionally structured, and that's not good for what they what they're intending to do. Um, so, I, I don't, I do not believe that they have the the logistical and organizational structure necessary to accomplish what they think they're going to. Question, is there a path to dissolving our two-party system in Congress so that it's just congressmen and congresswomen, not R&D? Um, I mean, I'd love to get rid of parties, but that seems really unlikely. Your, your, best res <laughs> your most likely thing is going to be ranked choice voting, and then the parties have to form coalitions. This is what happens in a whole lot of other countries. Um, Let's see. To vaccinate or not to vaccinate? Uh, until I actually see information on this, I'm not putting out an opinion. Generally, I will tell you that I'm vaccinated against pretty much like everything. <laughs> I, I am I'm a strong supporter of vaccines in general. Um, and I, I have a video about this where I went through and did did some research on some of the ones that are most controversial, um, and and maybe it's worth watching. Now it's been a while, but uh, generally speaking, I'm I'm very in favor uh, of vaccination. You just have the worst timing. <laughs> the only live stream I've ever been able to catch any of was the election. Uh, I shouldn't have stayed up for that one, but you rocked too hard for that. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a really long one. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Not a question, simply a thank you. Thank you. Uh, he's also good at name calling. Ah. Uh, I guess I am. Um, what do you think will happen with all of the followers that trust the plan now that it has failed? Um, they'll probably change their theory. And it'll, I don't think that it's going... I think what people are waiting for is a moment where everybody wakes up. 
that was involved in that. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a long, slow decline rather than an event. Um, let's see. What is the best way for those on the left to organize to push Biden further left than FDR was pushed? Also, can you please give a shout out to... Okay, if you're on Twitter, go to Trev Ken, and there's a there's a post there. Um, okay, I'm pushing him the same way that the same level of political engagement that has been going on the last four years needs to continue. Biden isn't a savior. Biden really isn't a progressive. If you want that deep systemic change, you can't change. Yeah, <laughs> you can't stop. You have to keep going. Um, and I think. I think there's enough people that realize that, that, that may keep it up. And Biden may be pushed. Um, again, that asylum, his decision when it comes to asylum and, and the announcement there, that's big. That's big. And that's probably, I know that's not a policy he would have supported just a few years ago. So he can be moved. Um, whether or not he can be moved by individuals or they have to be people in his select circle, that we don't know yet. Um, but I, I would certain, certainly believe it's worth a uh, worth the attempt. Do you have Trumpers in your personal life, and how do you handle that? Uh, I get frustrated. <laughs> um, one thing I recently tried was actually sitting down and watching Fox News with one of them, with my phone in hand, and fact checking, not the opinions. But the basic facts, the simple stuff, you know, <laughs> uh, one of the ones that came up and they're like, oh, we're turning a corner. Everything's getting better. And this was just a couple days ago. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Here are the numbers. We're at record highs. I think that by fact checking the inarguable stuff, it may be better than, than trying to debate the opinions, um, show that it, that they air stuff that is just factually incorrect. Let's see. Watched. You were cool. <laughs> cool as always. Hope and support from the UK. Thank you. What do we actually do to hold Biden's feet to the fire once he's in office? This is, I'm going to end up doing videos on this, especially after the inauguration. Um, and being way more specific. But generally, everything that we're doing now, we have to keep doing. <laughs> it's, it's, um, the difference is we do it more in an encouraging fashion than one of outright resistance. That would be, that would be my suggestion. What are your thoughts on the resurgence of Marxist politics in the U.S.? I didn't know there had been. Um, I know the term gets thrown out a lot, but I don't see people calling for the seizure of the means of production. Uh, I, we don't have a real left, leftist party in mainstream politics in the U.S. today. There are leftists. There are leftist groups, but they're not mainstream. I wouldn't call it a resurgence. Um, it's an idea, and it's going to stay kind of on the outskirts for a while. Um, again, it, it's without major events... Everything's incremental. Um, let's see. Okay. So, 
All right, so those were all the questions, at least I think. Um, Twitter is kind of hard to navigate at some at times. All right, so there we go. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably do another live stream when we hit uh, half a million subscribers, which hopefully won't be too long. And uh, other than that, I hope you enjoyed your holidays and everybody can just kind of relax for a little bit. Um, Trump is facing defeat after defeat after defeat in his attempt to subvert the election through the courts. So hopefully everybody's... Uh, mind is is set at ease by that if i missed any it's either because i'm going to do a video about it specifically or i literally just missed it and forgot or i didn't see it anyway it's just a thought y'all have a good day